Hello. 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 To uh, the podcast, I think it's episode fifty, I believe. I don't, I don't know. It is so. Wow, be confident with me. The big five zero. Yeah, you've got your green tea. No, you've got your matcha tea, and I've got a nice cup of Java. Yeah, no peace in my life, though. No peace. No, but no. stress is God given to make you work harder. Is that uh, in the Bible? Yeah, Erasmus forty two. I feel like you know the way I feel. I feel like I'm like I have no goddamn peace and quiet. My wife, like I'm the wife though. You know, to myself. You're you're like, please take my wife, which is you. Yes. So you're like, please take me. I'm like, please kidnap me. Kidnap Just me murder me. Or murder me. Yeah. Shut me up. <laughs> I mean, like a pig, right? Like a pig? Like an Albanian. What? I said I could pay a guy. Why? Oh, oh. I thought you said like a and pig. And you're like a pig. And, and I was like, like you pigs know aren't known for that. They're uh, known for disposing of the body. But I was going to like pay an Albanian and maybe he has some pigs. I thought you were calling me fat. And I was like, not no, today. No, 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 no. Not today, No, no, buddy. no. If anything, you would be literally just bones mm. after the Albanians are done with you. Tempting. But I don't want I don't want to do that, you know. I need you in my life, but if you really want to be out of here, I'll pay an Albanian. Yeah, you do you do need me in your life because I saw your talons uh that you've been keeping inside of your shoes for the last you've been storing bits of your socks in your toenails for god knows how long. When I saw the size of your pinky toe about an hour ago, it, part of it had broken off. We come from different cultures when it different comes cultures. to uh, grooming. What, are you saving those for the next famine? No, but I mean, d- there's a reason why we grow toenails, isn't there? D- that long? Yeah. That long? What if I you get into a fucking street fight? I'm taking off my shoes and socks straight away. You're them with your toes, Do a with your pinky toe? Slice their fucking jugular. You, well, if it's going to be like that, you should get a little ring for your peak pinky toe, too. You know, like a little, a little ruby on it. I'm not gay. What do you mean you're not gay? That would be baller. In fact, you know what? We don't even have wedding rings yet. Um, for w- I'm not getting you one. I'm going to get you a little ring for your pinky toe that has a toenail the size of my arm. A ring for my penis? That'd be pretty fun. Has anyone thought of that? Hey. Of course they have. It's a of penis course rings. they have. Penis rings. Are you serious? Has anyone thought of that? There's cages for penises. You're, oh. you're asking. You're looking. I can't believe you asked that. Of course. Of course. Penis ring. How come I've never seen one in a male dressing room before? I once saw a, in a male dress. When have you been in a male? D- oh, you mean like at a gym? I, uh, when's the last time I've been in a fucking gym? I don't know, but um, I once saw a guy get uh, walked around by his dick oh down yeah. the hall. Yeah, yeah, on a little leash. His cock was on a leash. Oh, that's fucking. It's embarrassing. Dude, dude, are there rings for penises? My oh God, well, yeah, it's naive. embarrassing. You had to ask that. I naive country mouse. Don't know what's going on. Naive country mouse. Um, is that your fetish? <laughs> no, Christ, no. Jesus Christ, no. Um, 
Should we should we just do a quick because you know we realized today that one of the cords for the mics is all fucked up. So um, we should shout out our Patreon people who, uh, because of their very kind donations over the last fifty episodes. Uh, we were able to purchase new equipment, and we'll probably have to get a new cord. Um, so we make donations. We uh, we don't keep them. We forward them straight to Hamas. I don't know what that is, but I suspect. Oh, uh, it's just they're just fighting for freedom. Playfully. And some of that goes offensive. to uh, Boko Haram, and some okay. of it goes to the Taliban. And I what can I say? I just ha- I admire different people in different places. Mark's views do not reflect uh, both <laughs> of the contributors to this podcast. If, if, if you're supporting this podcast, you're supporting the Taliban that regime. That is incorrect. <laughs> uh, Mark doesn't even know how to use a computer, so certainly he's not sending money anywhere. I have been radicalized online. <laughs> I know how to turn on a computer and find YouTube, and that's where I found my new belief system. He can't even use his phone. Okay, so... Um, thank you. Th- now these are the people who who donate five, five dollars, which I believe translates to four pounds. Chicken house? No, th- well, chicken house does more. Now, see, let me just fucking uh, hell. Yeah, six six six. That's what he does. Chicken oh house. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I believe it's a he. I would just assume chicken house. Mr. Maybe, cool, maybe it's hen Doctor Cool Guy. Doctor Cool Guy does ten. Just letting you know that. I'm j- I'm just I'm just trying to pit everybody against each other because my my yeah. mate Ben H. Yep, yep. That's a new subscriber. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, me and him are into the same podcast H. that you can't even uh, talk about amongst these fucking British comics because they wouldn't understand. What is the podcast? Oh, you know. The is it Joe Rogan? No. It's not Joe Rogan. Okay. Ben doesn't listen to Joe Rogan. Ben it's Joe Rogan. No, he doesn't. He actually said he thinks Joe Rogan's an idiot, which I didn't. Fair I didn't share my opinion that Joe Rogan. That is you uh, jerk uh, off my to God. him. Is he really? He's. Oh, well is he's he really? I know. I. Uh, you know. We don't discuss it that much. No, no. He's not. Unfortunately, you don't. He's push my mate. He is my friend. I thought you guys were related. Now, that'd after be cool. your that'd be so awesome if I was Joe Rogan's cousin. Okay. Um, so I've been listening to him since 2012. So I'm no, like, fr- I shit. am friends with him. Dude, I I've been I've been picking out a, a hair that's around my nipple since 2012, and we're still. What not has that friends. taught you about um, DMT <laughs> and weed and uh, jujitsu? What What do you know about any of those things? I know whatever Joe tells me. Okay. Um. So anyway, Ben H doesn't listen to Joe Rogan. Thank you for he the listens to other cool podcasts. Five dollar donation, as well as Niall. Nailer. I gotta really check in. Damo. Damo. I really got to check in. That's been very long. And Kev. Kev. I'll I'll probably check in Kev when I fly back at the end of the month. Why do you have to? It's like... Kev's a neighbor, so... You're making me feel like I'm your assistant. I'm like, like, here are the people in your life. And you're like, better check in, better check in. I'm notoriously bad at fucking checking in. Okay, we're recording a podcast right now. So we're My mother broke her hip and I didn't text every single day even. We're thanking the Patreon people. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you you for your support. (laughs) Thank you for your support. And also, inshallah, to my boys in... uh, What? Nothing to do with you. Okay. Um, And... So thank you. Uh, to the West. We also have people on other tiers, um, and just you know, you don't get a shout out because, it, well, you don't because it's not enough. It's not enough money. It's not everybody's got a price. If it was up to me. Th- everyone would get a shout out. Yes, I know. This um, would just be a podcast of where you pay to have your name shouted out, and then we just close the show. Mm, well, you know, we could start one, but alas, I, this is a podcast about even less than that. <laughs> I don't know what this podcast is about anymore. Or initially, do you remember what, what we were doing here? I think it's meant to be a comedy podcast. Well, I, it was. Well, if if you remember, because sometimes I think back to our the beginning of our story, and I'm like, huh, weird. Because um, we were we were both doing comedy. We were both in we London, st- we but still we are. we still are. 
well, some of us are. Excuse me? What? Um, we were both in in the UK kind of doing comedy and living, and then we were both going to... So it's supposed to be this travel comedy oh podcast, yeah. but we're also... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we were talking... It's going to be like fucking the Anthony Bourdain of podcasts. Yeah. In a way, it was, because yeah, we almost yeah. fucking killed each other. Well, did... Well... Sort of. I don't know. Well, we almost killed ourselves, whatever yes, Anthony Bourdain done. that is done. correct. That is correct. Yeah, I, so you know I what? I did almost we several were, times. Yeah. Still like no, might, actually. no reservations. Um, we were going to do the podcast version. You know what? We we're close enough to putting a fucking rope around our necks. No reservations about oh. dying, that's for sure. R.I.P. Uh, Tony. Um, But, uh, yeah. And then, and then we were newly together. So it was weird, you know, quirky. Zany. Zany couple situation. And then, you know, just ended up... Um, getting stuck 10,000 miles. Drama. On the other side of the world. Lots of drama. Isolation, lockdowns, dystopian Australians. And now Norm MacDonald is dead. So look at where that is. Uh, Nothing will ever be Norm L again. I wish he hadn't done that, but you know I what? He would have appreciated that, I think. Would he? No. No. Um, I'm not going to pretend like I, uh, well, you know, and we've said many times, like I, I don't listen to a lot of comedy, but I would say there was somebody I was, you know, at least vaguely familiar with, like the moth joke and all of that. And uh, he's he was buddies with the the person. I, I was into late night television. So you you I think did you know that about me before last night? Yes. That I was like I'm I'm, I'm I know you went to see Letterman a few times. I love Letterman. Big fan of Letterman, uh, you know, and then as a result, a fan of Kimmel. Jimmy Fallon is a hack, um, should be fired from the world. Why couldn't Jimmy Fallon die and not Norm? I know, I know, I know there's, what age is Fallon? There's literally, there's a giant list. There is a list of people that, that why couldn't it have been? But, you know. Bill Cosby is going to jizz all over more sleeping people and Norm's going to be in his grave. What kind of what kind of bloody god is there, dude? I mean, why did Gary Shandling have a fucking heart attack? Why did Gary Shandling have Gary Shandling was sixty six? He would play basketball, you know. And actually, so as I'm sitting here, I keep telling myself, like, you know, I'm like doing enough, but I'm like not doing enough, and not just like career wise, but like personally to like I don't know, you know, get better or whatever. But um, Gary Shandling. I mean, I don't know if you watched the documentary about him, but it was like the tortured zen of Gary Shandling. I think it's called Judd Apatow produced it. But on Gary Shandling's website, they did copy and like put pages of his notebooks and journals where he's, you know, he he studied Buddhism. Like he was really ingrained mm. in that and I think lived a relatively tortured life because it's like, you know, you're working in entertainment, which is I I guess the only word for it is pretty it's horrible. It, I don't know if there's toxic in the world. It's really toxic. I know which I don't think I I would say like I 100% I don't know if it was just one of those things I was like pushing down or whatever but when I was doing comedy in New York I was doing it just because I I loved to do comedy and I had no illusion that I would make any money or 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 anything it was just kind of like i'm doing it and the opportunity to go do it which i believe is the reason you're doing it right now i've been doing comedy and working off a huge loss for years i mean the loss is only mounting yeah but i guess but also i've supported all those bars with my drinking well and i don't i've know. supported and those shows with some of my hack jokes maybe if i went and but uh, and got another day job right now maybe i would go back to taking like the pressure off of it to also generate some sort of income but at the same time, you know, because of like this weird place I'm in, I'm like, I have no idea how I had the energy that I did in New York City to work 
two day jobs and then every fucking night go out and do somewhere between one and four shows. If it was a weekend, sometimes five. Sometimes my, my show, that one of the shows I ran began, began the, sh- the show started at midnight and it ended at 1.30 in the morning. And if, you, if you're lucky to walk out of there by 1.45 a.m., I'm home at maybe 2.30 in the morning. Then I would walk my dog and go to sleep. So I'm maybe asleep by 3.30 a.m., maybe, if we're fucking lucky. And then I would go to work. I'd leave for work at 9 in the morning. And, and then I was like, and I'm somehow like doing that. Well, I'll kill you eventually. Well, I mean, that's what I, that's what I understand. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, I- and not only that, but it's like some of the day jobs I had, like, yeah, when I was working in that dungeon, what the, the benefit was is like I, when I left for the day, I left for the day. Like you're done, you know, but a lot of other day jobs that comics have in New York, it's like you have to like invest your time and mind and energy into giving a fuck or pretending like you give a fuck. And all of that does is take away from, you know, getting good at the art form that you're hoping to one day progress into making money doing. And um, it has to be like manual. I've always done manual labor when I've done stand up. Yeah, but I mean, any other jobs I've had were dealing with customers. I don't know if I would have been able to go and talk to even be around people after work. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, no, it gi- you give so much at a j- and like, you know, I don't know. I think to some degree, like, yeah, it really helps you. You know, I, I don't know. It l- learn the meaning of like working really hard. And, and, you know, you're like, okay, I want this, right? Like, but now after the pandemic, like, I guess I always imagine, oh, I'll have a day job and then I'll just like live like that forever. And like now it's like how it's really, it's really difficult. And I I guess I've sort of, you know, graduated to the point where I am seeming to be able to make some sort of living, but it's not like this fully comfortable, like, oh, without a shadow of a doubt, every I'm making this amount of money every month like you would have with the job. So, you know, it gets a little scary. So then I'm like, oh, well, do I put my energy back into a day job? But then I'm like, but then that's taking away from what I'm doing. And then I'm like, well, am I even really doing enough as it is right now? And then it's like this cycle of spiraling and then remember having regrets from over a decade and, and uh, you know, and then whatever childhood trauma comes up and money comes up and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then You need and to get into uh, some online religion like I've been doing. You know what? I ran into a co- I, well. I I properly had a chat with a comic, um, who told me th- that he thought Brazilian jiu-jitsu might be a thing for me, because he I guess had. So when I met him, he kind of trolled me in a way that I think you would have appreciated. Like everything I said, he sort of had something to say, like. I, I, it was kind of funny, but he got me riled up. He'd get me, and because that was something that people always sort of found funny about me is like it's pretty easy to get me riled up. But then he said he noticed that I'm very spatially aware, like I I'm aware of my general area and whether or not there are people moving behind me, in front of me, whatever. Whereas a lot of people, I don't know if you've noticed, like literally aren't thinking about where their arms are flying or where they're going or if anyone's around them because it's their world and we're we're just living in it. Um, but he said that doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, he had been a very shy person, or actually is a very shy person. You wouldn't know it from talking to him, but that kind of aided him in recognizing that um, some of the ways his brain works is due to being in fight-or-flight mode because of stuff that happened to him in his past, and he's grateful for the parts of his brain that 
that behave in that manner, but the Brazilian jiu-jitsu, if I'm paraphrasing this incorrectly in, in the long shot he happens to hear this, I'm sorry, but like helped him kind of harness I mean, you know, it's sort of another way of meditating, no? Like, I mean, I guess he meditates, but it helps him also use the the body. I'd love to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Well, do you think... Why don't you... Sh- you should do it. Well, that's I what I was thinking. I don't want to take it, but why don't you do it? You could get a morning class. Do one on Groupon for, like, four pounds and see how you feel about it. If anything, it would make you... I mean, it w- you'd be... Well, I'd no be thin. No one would... Yeah, you'd get yeah, thin. You wouldn't be... It would be almost impossible to rape you. Honestly, I think that's fucking one thing as well. I don't think anybody's interested. Actually... A rapist who's also a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt would be one of the most dangerous people on the street. That's that's. Oh my god! I've never even this guy. There's a guy who exists somewhere. The black belt jiu-jitsu rapist. <laughs> there's no you. You would have no chance. He would rape you. Then he'd fold you up into a into a into a suitcase. Like origami. It, it's like origami. That's what it is. You like do origami on another person's body. Hmm. That's what it is. Well, maybe maybe I should start. Because I don't think you need to be very strong or. F- like, because you build the strength. I Rude. Think, <laughs> no, but I mean, you don't, like, I think a smaller person can uh, jujitsu with a bigger person because it's all about, you just have to learn where to put your hands and shit. Well, that's when he, so I don't know, you know, but here's the, here's one the of my problems. jujitsu rapist. Oh my God. Great. And well, terrifying. Your first novel. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just trying to think. I don't know. Like, I keep sort of. I sometimes think my mind is too susceptible to um, feedback. You know, like, I I feel never, s- never so sure about, like, anything. And, and I'm willing to consider everything to the point where, like, I, I do feel like I sometimes start something and, and then I might not finish it which then i'm like is this add but then like when i used to abuse add medication i would find it never really it's all about how close uh, a place is to made me focus well no but i'm saying like even in, even in even in the house like even even you know certain things that are working i mean like the one thing i've kind of stuck with is like meditation right but like i don't i don't know i just um you know, th- no, truly, you want to know the, the one thing I truly have stuck with is opening up Instagram even when I don't want to be on it. That is the one thing I do for sure every fucking so day. So maybe we could do um like a kind of uh, uh, like a... I don't even know what I'm looking... Sometimes I open it and I'm like, I'm just closing this. We but could I do some behavioral science techniques. I don't have the words, but you know... Oh, you're going to... Doctor... Um, po- whatever's... Whoever... Whose dog? Someone's dog. Pavlov. Pavlov's dog. Every time I see you on Instagram, I'll threaten you with a knife to your throat. <laughs> and then, like, that would be jarring, you know. And then eventually, but you'll but be but like... But then you're just you're fulfilling my fantasy. <laughs> what can I do to you? I, 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 I can hit your fingers with a hammer or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me think. What is something... No, you could tell me you love me. No. <laughs> it's a joke. It's oh, a joke. Yeah, oh, it's a fucking comedy podcast. But I'm, I'm trying to think of... Um, what do you really hate? There's a few things you really hate. But what really oh, upsets oh, you? I, I, oh, no, I'll let you think of it. I, I just thought of something that upsets me. Well, actually, what does upset you, strangely enough, is going on Instagram. So it's like kind <laughs> of you do that to yourself anyway. I just need something that's even more upsetting. Um, it's <laughs> upsetting because it's <laughs> what just... What if I started... Um, oh, you're going to not like this. What if I started just pulling leaves off your plant every oh, time? Oh, that would be very... Uh, don't you fucking <laughs> touch those. Just l- one leaf at a time. Don't you dare do that. Well, don't go on Instagram and make yourself upset. Fine. But don't touch the plants. No, there's got to be something. There's got to be something. 
a good way to torture me. It's not just Instagram. It's literally the phone, the telephone. Like, like, okay, d- did we talk about this last week? Because it hasn't stopped. I, I am refreshing eBay for used, really expensive used jewelry to buy for holes in my ears I don't even have. Your ears are infected. My ears are infected. It's close Any pa- oh, do not be. It no, is but disgusting. I'm saying in a way it that you had who who gets their ears pierced and has pus in their ears for okay. the whole lockdown. Okay, let me just first of all, they're cartilage piercings. Okay, so anybody who has their ears, pier- but yes, correct. The dumbest girl at the dumbest party that you have ever did ever met has ha- it can heal a piercing and I cannot. Okay, that fair enough. And I don't know why. I I do the thing. I so I soak it or I don't so. I see different well, in the last what 18 months you probably have a couple of kgs of crust picked off it. If you think about it. If you had kept it in a bag. Lunch. Okay, don't be disgusting. Um but I yeah, so so I I buy this jewelry. Some of it has been shipped to my mother. So I don't even have it. I don't even have it in my possession. And I keep looking, I'm like hunting for a deal because there's some, you know, that's shopping. That's one of the things like that we fill the void with. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it d- <laughs> so that means I, I buy it. I don't even have it in my hand and I'm still hunting. Do you know what I mean? Like it's the thrill of the deal, but like what is it even, it's, it's not doing anything for me. The point is, is like the phone itself is a symbol of wasting my fucking time. Like, it doesn't, ma- it's not just Instagram, it's everything. It's everything. That's why you don't want to get a new one even though mine's breaking because it's just a, it's a, but it's like, te- technology the problem is, it just ruins my mind quicker. You, I, d- like in the morning, you know, like, well, I used to do all my woo woo before the phone, but now in the morning, I'm like, well, I'm also not sleeping well, which is like, it's, um, I was trying like these heartfulness meditations, like, what's your heart tell you? And my heart is telling me, you're killing yourself. Like, it's like, it keeps telling me that. Like, you need to go to sleep and, like, sleep, like, at least seven to eight hours. Like, you must. Like, it's going, it's basically going, you have to do that now. And I'm like, you know, and I, like, then not doing it. Then, you know, I'm struck with, like, absolute abject terror when it's time to go to bed. Like, what is that about? And, and like, people will be like, go get a therapist. I have had a therapist. I have talked to a therapist. How many therapists have you had? Over 30. That's quite a lot. It is a lot. I've never had one. Yeah, well, and that and I would say if you were saying the things, I would say go try therapy. But like, no, talk it's like Catholic upbringing. Just it, it's uh, it's all the therapy you need. Okay, well, talk therapy. I, I think it, I think it can work. But you know, um, whatever. I'm try I'm trying like you know some other stuff because like you can talk about your things all day long. That doesn't mean you're actually processing it. And like that's what I think I've I've proven to myself is uh, I mean I'm literally recording it into a microphone right now. Um. But uh, I don't even know what I was talking about. The point is, is the phone. I, oh, the reason why I even get on it is because, like, I'm like, oh, I got to check my email. I got to see if somebody's emailed me about spots, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's like it's the vessel for that. But then yeah. once you're I mean, because people DM you on Instagram for spots, they did de- whatever. And so there's always. Yeah. Fuck. The cord just went out. There's always a reason to do it. Um, there's an, ar- an article. Did we not? Uh, did an article d- will get were you. we talking about this last time? No. I can't sure? remember. An article like will get you going. I think we literally were. So who gives a fuck? Well, it's a, can can somebody solve the problem? I don't know. I um. I want to. We had things to talk about. 
Like, you know, w- there's all this comedy gossip, but I feel like I feel like most of that should be saved for our Patreon episodes. We do have we will comedy gossip. Oh, just uh, yeah, I don't know. There's t- comedy gossip. There's more me too. That's my favorite comedy. Gossip. No, but I will. Um, fuck. I mean, I don't know. Should I even talk about the the the? Cr- I don't even want to talk about it. It's just so annoying. How come I'm blanking you here? Are you trying to tell me something? I don't know because maybe you don't listen when There's I talk. That's, no, it's no, that's it's why it's good that we're recording no, this because no, no, I can no. I can send it back to you later. Don't blame me for my brain just not. It just uh, I don't retain information that well. Hmm. I mean, it's Wednesday, and it's daytime. That I know for sure. Everything else is like just. Have we run out of things to say empty already? Empty landscape. No, I mean I did. I hosted my first show. Mm-hmm. On Saturday. Yeah. And I think I did a good job. I bet you did. Except there was a fucking mentally ill open micer there. Just quit talking about me like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because um, I don't get in confrontations really ever, you know. And then I was four. I said at the start of the show, I was like, can everyone please keep their time? Because I don't like confrontation. And I don't know how to deal with it. So it'd be, you'd be doing a massive favor if this goes smoothly. And then somehow I have confrontation off. It was really hard to um, argue with someone and not use all the words I would use growing up to like ups- like to be offensive to someone. You mean racist? No, I was. N- I never. I was gonna say. Uh, I was. I was gonna. Uh, if it was down to me, it was me and him. I would have called him a fucking retarded faggot. But I mean, he wasn't gay. Why, why did you? And he wh- wasn't retarded. That's just that's why just you would call a gay would you, would you would you would call a gay person. No, I would never call then a gay person. I would call them a, ret- a retarded uh, a dickhead. You know what I mean? You have to change it up so it's not actually offensive to. It's still, you know, it, it's still offensive. And I used to that was that was the word I used in high school. Anyway, this, I, it's this fun kid was to say. Of, this kid was a piece of shit. He okay. Was, he he was really up, he was upsetting everyone all night. He was burping in the back of the room, burping loud, like fucking sighing on people going up. And everyone was having a good time. There's no show. Why can't you call somebody like a cum-chewing fuck nugget or something? Why do you have to say... No, but I didn't call him any of those. Th- those were what popped into my head. Yeah, but, 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 even, but why is that what's popping into your head these days? Th- I was brought up in the 90s. So was I. I, I need new insults. Yeah, I just gave you anyway, one. Anyway, I did. I, I used plenty of insults on him. Uh, in reality, I said, you are unstable and are making everyone uncomfortable. And he was like, no, I'm not. And I'm it's like... It's not ev- an insult if it's the truth. <coughs> And everyone around is like, yes, you are. But I, I brought him up. First, he went behind the bar, and he tried to pull his own drinks. Insane. A- and I was so confused, I thought I was a member of staff. And I was like, no, it's that, it's that dumb kid who demanded to be on just before the break. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was going, he went, I'm bored. This is a boring night. I was like, what? And then, like, you know what I mean? I want to hate him at this stage. And I was like, he, I, just, I just pushed him back outside the bar. <sighs> and then, like... Then when it was her, his turn to come up, he struts up. I'm on stage, and instead of going to the stage, he walks back behind the bar, picks up a bottle of Jack Daniels, and starts twisting off the cap. And that's when I run and grab it off him. And then I goes, if you want to be a dickhead, be a dickhead in front of everyone on stage, you pussy. And then uh, I, was being, I was manhandling him. He was, he was, he was the same size I'm as me. turned on right now. And um, he went up on stage, and he fucking sat on the edge of a chair, like a Fonzie kind of fucking... Uh, he didn't sit backwards, but he sat on the chair with his feet on, you know. He was, he was pretty impressive, the balance, to be honest. And he bombed. Oh, like on the back. He was sitting on the back bit, Ugh. and his feet on the, s- the bit you're meant to sit on. Okay. And uh, 
you know, I he called uh, he called all the comics before him second rate Muslims. Mm. Like he was the most hilarious fucking. G- he he sucked and he got heckled and he got booed, and uh, I'm glad I let him go. Up. I'm glad I let him go, up, but it turned out it didn't really hurt his feelings because outside he was like really upsetting people by just talking to them. He had such a bad energy about him, school shooter energy. Mm. See, if I wasn't hosting the show, you know, who would have enjoyed the show or that whole situation? Yeah, me. I would have been like, he should have headlined. I guess I I, I don't know what to say. I, I for some reason it makes me think like. And I don't know why I'm thinking like this, and I'm not saying that anybody is even around is on the caliber of it. But like, did Norm Macdonald go to shows like this to become Norm Macdonald? I don't think. I don't. I think he just started. It was such a, a different, different time, time and yeah. place. I know that he did all of Canada until he was thirty, and then his plan was to be. How long did he do Canada for? I guess ten years. But I guess every U.S. So, so every U.S. comic years. that came up to Canada would tour with him, and they were like, "He's the funniest guy in the world." But but so it took him ten years to even go. Uh, I'm he, I'm he, I had a, he had a plan to be the last guy on the Johnny Carson show. Yeah, that was he was uh, planning. He almost done it, but he didn't do it. Apparently, he he was like a few weeks off or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. but he planned to do it. He was very confident. Wasn't he the first guy on Letterman? Pa- yeah. Possibly. Was he the first? I don't know. I don't well, know. or he did his TV debut on Letterman. Yeah, his I TV guess, debut. Well, the on point Letterman. is, is like I guess you know, because you know, I hear about a gig like that, and I'm like, that's not far off from a gig I will be doing. I'm sure today, you know, and and I'm not saying I'm 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 really good or whatever, but it's kind of like, you know, when you're when you're in a, I don't know, like that sound. That's a funny story, but it also sounds like a fucking nightmare. Like if you if somebody wants to go and they want to like actually work on their jokes, but then. You, you're dealing with some guy who, like, w- I don't know what that guy wants to do. Oh, it doesn't sound like he wants to do comedy, but he wants to do something. And oh, he wants he wants people to hear his voice. I think it's either not beaten enough start a podcast. or beaten too much. You know, there's somewhere. It's one of those things. But his I parents mean, weren't doing a good job anyway. Yeah. I guess, you oh, know. Then you there might be just too much fluid in his head. You know what I mean? It could be science. Anyway, we'll hear the headline. Eventually, I feel. What? We'll we'll see the headline eventually. Oh, I thought you said he'll. <laughs> I I heard like he will headline. <laughs> like they're oh he give will him he- a special. yeah he'll headline a train station with a fucking AR sixteen. Or they'll just give him a special on Netflix. I mean, my God, that's what they anybody anybody with a little bit of flair. They don't need any jokes. They just need a little bit of no, flair. He, no, he had no flair. It sounds like he had flair. No, he wasn't. Sounds getting. like he had flair. I don't know. Secondhand, I'm I'm hearing lots of flair. He was, he was like a super annoying. Well, JFL. <laughs> I've come across so many of these people before in stand-up, and I always enjoy it if I've got no responsibility to do yeah. it. I saw something, I, I, and I'm, I'm passing no judgment on it. I'm just going to tell you the story because I've never seen anything like it. And I told a couple comics in New York, and they were like, they were like, wow, just because we've never seen anything like it. Um, there was a woman who I think... I don't know if she was headlining, but she was doing 20 minutes at a club here. And she brought her Bernese mountain dog to the to the comedy club. It and the dog... Big, big dog. Well, it's a mountain dog. So, uh. yeah, there's the implication there is that Bernese. it's huge. Bernese. Bernese mountain dog. Bernese. What Burma, that? maybe? That's Burmese. Is it Burmese? Burmese. Yeah, yeah, it's Burma. Yeah. 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 What did I say? I said Burmese mountain dog. I thought, uh, no, I heard Bernese, but Burmese. Yeah. Burmese. Burmese. Yeah, Burmese. Burmese. Is capital. Say it one more time. Burmese. Burmese? Yeah, Burmese. Burmese. Yeah. Burmese. It's a okay. beautiful place. 
yeah, beautiful dog. Honestly, one of the best dogs. I, I, it's, it's adorable, whatever. But you know, it's at a comedy club on like a busy night, <laughs> and um, there's that's not that's not good for the dog's not gonna the dog's gonna be fucking the overstimulated. Dog, the dog is obsessed with the owner. I, if I like I. I saw a photo of my dog at my mom's house. My brother sent me a photo last night where he, he basically is fully glued to the couch. Like, I didn't used to let my dog on the couch. He, he's in hog heaven. He's forgotten that I exist. I, I, am, I am a blip. In fact, his 10 years of life with me is probably the worst he ever had. And now he's, like, in a castle. Well, not a castle, but he f- it's probably a castle to him. Every If it is a surface and if it is soft, it is for him to completely control and take over um, at my mom's house. Um, if, if my dog had an ounce of loyalty that this dog had, so it's clear like this dog would listen to the owner. So it wasn't like about like the dog being out of control or anything. It's just like a giant dog at a comedy club. Um, but what you g- is it um, for, what are they called? Those dogs you have, you made your dog one of them, a personal support dog. An emotional support an animal. Emo- is it one of those? It does. Does the person I bring it to a comedy club because they need emotional support? I don't know. I I can't speak to that, and I I, I you would need doubt emotional it. support. You shouldn't be going to a comedy club because that's kind of. They're a comedian. They they were a comedian. Yeah, well, that can so trigger some fucking mental illness. W- uh, I I can't speak to it. All I know is that I saw the comedian who owned the dog like kind of. I, I it was very funny to me. T- they were like, "Why can't I bring the dog on stage?" Right. And the owner, the the club owner, is like, no, you can't bring the dog on stage. Like it's too distracting. Da 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 da, whatever. And I'm like, this is very funny. Like that I'm like, this is a real conversation that I'm hearing. Because like in New York City, I I don't know if there's ever been a dog on a stage, let alone like in a, a an earnest conversation of like, what why? Like please explain to me why I can't bring my dog <laughs> on stage. So I thought it was very funny. And then I guess the dog got put in the car. With the window down or whatever, you know, like it a big dog in a car like big that. Big dog, but, they, but the person wasn't going to be on stage for very long. But then I guess they were downstairs, um, in in the doing their second set, and they were talking about like a joke about I guess like I I heard this secondhand this part. So this so this is an, I heard it secondhand, like saying like oh isn't it bad when like somebody takes your baby away or something like that? You wouldn't like take somebody's baby away, um. You know, the club owner who happened to be hosting, you know, that night, they were like, wouldn't let me bring my baby in here. And like from the stage, this comedian like mouths like, you know, can you like go? Can you go get my dog? And then the club owner, the next time I see him, he's running. He runs out of the club and I'm like across the street because I was like getting food. And I was like, why is he running out of the club? And he like. I see him like looking at looking for cars and I'm like why is he like robbing somebody what's going on and then I turned away and I guess apparently what happened was he retrieved the dog from the vehicle and ran it down to this person who's on stage and then the whole audience went crazy and that was that and I I I have never heard or seen anything like that before in my life yeah, th- that's a once-off. But if you bring bringing your fucking pet to your comedy gigs... Can I bring time, you and bring you on stage? And you can just sort of curl up at my feet? That would just be like bringing someone on. I mean, like, what if I had, like, a... What would be a strange pet to bring to a comedy club? What if I had a rat, a pet rat, and a I was lizard. like, I don't go on stage with my pet rat. People would be like... What if, what if you just had, like, a arms full of birds? 
Uh, you had a parrot? A parrot on your shoulder? I just that would actually be pretty yeah. funny. A comic with a parrot on their shoulder. I'm sure that's happened. It probably happened. What if... What, what if, if, what what if, if your pet dies what in about the club? A gua- what about a snake? A snake around your neck. Britney's done that. Britney. Free Britney. Um, um, what about... What about... What about a whole aquarium? It's pretty hack, really, isn't it? An aquarium? To bring bring an animal to a club. It's hacking like I, two I'm levels. I'm not passing any judgment on it. I've just never I've seen... I because I, I will say this. This is one of the best clubs. And if I... I, I to my knowledge... Dog. I don't think the dog good. was fine. The yeah. dog was fine. The dog... The dog is so in love with this owner, and clearly the dog is well taken care of. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind. Like, like when I was petting the dog, the dog pretty much wanted nothing to do with anybody but the owner. Like, literally, it, it was. It's a love I've never seen. So I'm not. But I'm just saying it was when I, because in New York City, I guess this is this is why I, f- I found this so amazing. In New York City, we are all so replaceable as comedians that no demands are ever made it, as far as i know now i'm not i know on certain levels like i don't know you know when you're fucking chris rock or whatever you can walk into the cellar and you're like i'm going on stage now you know that's one thing but that's norm. like norm mcdonald yeah but uh, but i'm talking about like it unless you're on that level as far as i'm aware no demands get made. You're just happy to be there. And then and and if they're paying you, you're happy that you're getting paid to be there. Like you're you're of the the the, the minority. Like most uh, most people I know. Now maybe it's changed a bit since the pandemic happened. I don't know, but you're just happy to have the opportunity to be on that stage on the house show for fucking free doing 5 minutes while people drop checks. Like and and then if you're actually booked on the show, you know you're getting you're getting paid, so you're happy to be a comic, who gets to be at that club, but like nobody I know, gets to make any demands about fucking anything. You're kind of like, oh yes, whatever you say, you know, because. And and that's that's that is just in my general sphere. I'm not saying that it doesn't outside of my general sphere of, I mean, I've only been doing this like five years going on six, right? Like, so I'm not saying that I know everything. I certainly don't. But in the general sphere of people I know, not a single demand like that gets to be made because they'll fucking replace you. That's it. They'll be like, are you, are you, are you sure? Is this, is this, is this, you know, you want your... Yeah, and then you could be a comedian with your dog at the subway. Which exists Begging already. For change. There's already, and, and you have to get a permit for that. You have to get a permit for that in order to. Well, no, you don't. Yeah, you do. I'm talking and about being homeless with a dog. Okay, and That's I'm talking about ho- street performers who sit in the subway with their dog and and do shit. It's best kind of homeless, homeless with a dog. So anyway, I've never homeless seen man with a dog. What's that dog thinking? Fuck, this is a long walk. I've never seen anything like that before. R.I.P. Norm. I was very impressed, though. I have to be honest. I um I enjoyed the energy of the whole situation. It did make me laugh. Quite a bit. The dog was very nice. The person was very nice, um, but yeah, it was it was definitely like I was like standing there like, like it's just it's just a different world. It's a bit of a different world over here in terms of um, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. Like maybe the va- maybe people value their artists more. Where it's kind of like yes, you go- do get to make demands. You do get to have. Um, Sorry, I, I was reading a message on my phone. You you do get to have um I don't know boundaries, requests, whatever, and and Maybe still get paid. Artistic freedoms, because the way uh, you know Edinburgh is, and then stand up in the US is a very you know set up punchline, and you know 
people in the US have shorter attention spans, so if you don't make them laugh, they don't like you very quickly, I think. But that has nothing to do with, like, bringing a dog into the club. Well, what if your dog was dressed as a clown? Well, this dog wasn't dressed as a clown. It was just a big, well beautiful animal. Well, make your animal. dog funnier. Okay. That reminds me. Um, I, uh... What was I going to say? I... Two, well, I, I got some reviews in Edinburgh that I, you know, th- that were fine, right? And the, the reason yeah. why I bring this up. Who writes these reviews? Some fucking 21-year-old. Why are you, why are you saying this? I, you're, you're saying it like, a, what? I just don't like the people who write the reviews. I don't like people who've write anything well, yeah, in any the last but few but years. But that's, that's so classic. Like, any critic of anything. No, online media, if you're writing for it, it's, it it's fucking, it's done by some 19-year-old. Look, if you're a journalist of any kind. They're ugh, all like, shit new. Yes, correct. But. Critics and reviewers, it's like, it, d- classically speaking, they couldn't do the thing, so they critique people who can, which is fine. Like, whatever. Be- better them than me. Well, no, it seems like a miserable life. If they can write decently, they can write decently as well. Well, yeah, but th- I'm not saying that you can't, that, that nobody can write decently. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying, like, the general attitude is, like, your job is going and watching someone else's thing and then giving your opinion. It's like, well, why is your opinion, you know? <laughs> like worth printing but yeah. but regardless like i've gotten good reviews i've gotten I, i've never really gotten a horrible review i'm sure if the ever reviewer ever hears this that there's my next one it doesn't matter because everybody has their personal bias but what i will say was a consistent thing um in in many of them was a th- apparently through my jokes people assume i'm an alcoholic which that did annoy me because i've never once said that word in my set and i don't identify as one but the other thing that i thought was interesting where now i'm going to work on a bit about it is um this one reviewer thought that me repeating the fact or or just doing jokes about the fact my dad left uh became you know redundant and therefore not very interesting and then I thought it sort of funny, like the idea that something like that, that it like such as a parent parent abandonment, not just me, but because this happens to everybody basically, is is so like oh it, it's just so, it's so it's so normalized that we've even given it like a term like daddy issues, right? Like that that's something that you wear on a T-shirt, like you put on a bumper sticker. But I thought it was so funny that he basically was like, oh, it's redundant and therefore you know, like inferring you know like boring right and it's and i was like talking to the guy right within new york it was like oh i you know i'm sorry my father didn't find a more creative way to break my heart (laughs) you know like yeah like like he i was one of many kids he left it was quantity not quality with how he did it like he's not the picasso of abandonment he's not a fucking artist i'm an artist and i think there could be something funny there if i could like explore that because oh very nice well because i mean if you think about it like look i I, you know like my dad left and i'm only processing it now at 33 years old like truly which is weird to even admit or whatever like because i was always like i'm fine i'm fine with it and like you know nobody's actually fine with it but you figure out a way to cope and my way of coping was just like oh i'll just persevere but now i'm like processing it so it's strange to be like 33 and meditating but crying like i'm six years old again or whatever but um yeah it don't you think it's wild that like we 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 and not just me, but anyone, like, we are so casual about parental abandonment because I guess it's so common. I don't know. But, like, everybody is affected by it, no matter who you are, no matter how they left or died or whatever. Like, um, 
I just find it so fascinating. They're like, no, can you something a little more snappy? Like, give me something a little more sna- trauma that's a little more interesting. Come on, like, you know, and, and it's like, oh no, what? Like, you know, well, oh did my. Did you look into their boy? Oh, who the the reviewer? No, I could give a shit. I'm sure. You I'm send sure them an email. I'm sure. There's, yeah, I'm like, yeah. L- I reviewed going, your yeah. review. I reviewed. I looked into your whole life. I found <laughs> out a lot about you. It turns out that actually, <laughs> one of your parents left in your teens, so they got to know you a lot, and then they walked out. And I went and, uh, you know, uh, I just got interested in your life, so I went and met up with your father. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I sat down and I did an interview with him, and it turns out he, he, does le- he doesn't d- miss you. He d- hates you. <laughs> yeah. You're a bad... You're, you're a bad you're writer. Bad. You're, you're bad. You're bad at everything. You're bad at everything oh, you do. Oh, that's horrible. I feel... Yeah, I'm sure, but... It, well, it, yeah, I Your father said, if you die tomorrow, he wouldn't even... <laughs> wouldn't even miss his favorite show. I mean that that you're literally talking to me about my dad right now. I'm talking about the reviewer's dad. Well, and my dad. I you you do wonder. You do have to wonder sometimes. It's like not about you. What? <laughs> this is I, I am a co-host my, on my this podcast. My fantasy revenge. My fantasy revenge story is what's the reviewer's name? I don't even remember which one said it. Oh, okay. Your fantasy, but go on. You have a fantasy revenge story. Well, that was it. I was gonna go and interview their dad and then go and talk to them about it. <laughs> No, well, then you should write an article and publish it on a blog. Yeah, re- I review that reviewer. And you should, oh my God, we should do a website where we review reviewers. Yeah, what we do is find out shit about their life. Yeah, and review them and be like, oh, well, maybe they had this they, this word choice because, because you know, everybody's motivated by their life. Has That's a daughter with a, with, a, with a woman. He who has a glass eye. Yeah, <laughs> no, he has a daughter who doesn't speak to anymore. One star. One star. <laughs> <laughs> um... I just I found it I found it interesting. That's all, because um, you know the review culture over here, to my knowledge, does not exist in America. I mean, I know that you can basically buy yourself a fucking article in Vulture or whatever the fuck whenever you you have enough money to get a PR person, and I know you can do that over here too. But in terms of like, oh, I'm going out and I'm going to put out some art, and then like like an Edinburgh or wherever. And then having people come review it is a very foreign concept to me that I for 100% didn't even uh, know was a thing or a possibility when I first came over to the Fringe. I had no idea. When I was first coming here, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to this festival for a month and get better at comedy. So I guess, you know, it's lucky for me I wasn't dog shit that time. So I got a a few fucking quotes or whatever, to put on a poster. Didn't even know that was a thing. But, yeah, it's just sort of, um, I- it's just, uh, I-, I was talking to another comic, um, Prince Abdi. Is his name Prince? Yeah, his name's Prince. And um, he he was just like, I just don't even read him. Oh, yeah, that was probably better. That's probably smart way to do it. Yeah, um, and he's very funny and has been doing this a very long time. But, um yeah, it's uh, it's kind of it's sort of a new it's a new introduction into something where you're like, oh, so if the thing that I'm doing, that I'm like still working on, unless you like call it, I don't know, it's 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 bizarre, it's a bizarre thing. But anyway, it, I might have gotten a joke out of it. I actually might have gotten two jokes out of it because I also now have to come up with a way to let everybody know that I'm not a fucking alcoholic. How many times I saw there, them being like this alcoholic? I'm like, oh my god, like you know, th- that's sort of. Those are the things that, what are you doing, that I find frustrating about. Well, I, I'm checking the time because I've got to go to a, sh- I gotta go to a 
two openly. Yeah, I got to go to two shows, and, okay, and we're um, going to finish the podcast. Okay, sorry. I was listening to you. Don't squirt me with the water bottle. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm not a fucking cat. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, um... One star. I don't even know what I was. That behavior was one star behavior. I actually think that was that was a five star behavior. You didn't know it was coming. It was kind of funny. That's what'll keep you off fucking Instagram. I'll spray you with something. I'm gonna piss in that and spray you every time you go on Instagram. Dick juice. Urine. Oh. <laughs> You're gonna pee on me if I go on Instagram. Yeah, there don't you go. I don't even need time. to fuck. I don't even need to use. Where's that my bottle? phone? I'll go on it right I now. I don't need a spray bottle at all. Have you ever had somebody pee on you? No. Have you ever peed on somebody? No. I mean, maybe as a child by accident. Okay. For sure as a child. I believe all children have peed all over other kids by accident, on purpose, by accident. No, because you pee next to each other when you're kids and you fucking you turn around Just quickly. when you're kids. Actually, I did this show um, the other night and I, yeah, I don't know. I did the show and I was funny, I guess. And everybody was like, hooray. And then the show ended and I went downstairs and there's um, the women's restroom is actually upstairs. So I passed it when leaving and went all the way down to the main floor and then all the way down to the basement floor where the men's urinals were. And then 100% walked in, saw like, you know, six different people that were in the show all pissing. And then uh, left the venue without peeing. That's what I did because I couldn't go back up because everybody was leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had already walked into the men's restroom. And um, yeah. With with this voice, you just I I because I walked in oh oh my god you know and there's no pretending yeah, you could just transition for the f- ten seconds or in there and then retransition back <laughs> when you get out I identify I identify for a man right now and then shit in the urinal and go that's what men do patriarchy <laughs> and then leave and go I'm a woman again <laughs> I feel so fresh yeah. and then alert security that someone shitted in the urinal and gets mm. someone else caught well that's an idea for next time um. I forgot what I was going to say, but, oh, th- definitely the other day, this happened to me for the first time, um, 100% people were laughing at my accent Yeah. In a, in a store that I went to buy something in. That's pretty funny. I don't know. I mean, sure. I, y- it's, you know what? I would just like to be in on it because I'm like, yeah, I get it. You I'm aware. You should show something racist and then go, like by what? the way, I'm Canadian. <laughs> Because they're always, you know, the everyone fucking sucks their dick. People think I'm Canadian because I'm friendly. Yeah. People have said, are you Canadian? Then they talk to you a bit do longer. You, they really I, I, on stage, I was, d- you know, because I have this dumb opener about my accent now because I was told by a comic here that if I don't address it, they're just thinking about it the whole time. Yeah, but as long I as I address I it, then... I, I, yeah, no, I agree. Um... But I, I said, d- everybody can tell I'm not from here. And then somebody was like, no. And I was, and then they said, yes. I don't know. But then they, th- they thought I was from Morocco. You don't look Moroccan. Yeah. Do I sound Moroccan? No, because they speak fucking Arabic, isn't it? Somewhere. I don't know. But I, I just know that, that's, that there's a first time for everything. Yeah, and that, uh, person, that person needs to get the fucking eyes checked. Well, but it was about them. And their ears checked. Ugh, are we running out of steam? What time is it on it? No, there we have 10 minutes left to go. Oh, I pause it and we'll finish it afterwards. We're not going to finish it afterwards. Because I want to do it. I want to do it. A thing afterwards. We'll do it. Do it. But I don't want I want to look into it first. What, lo- what is it? I want to close with a Norm McDonald joke. You want to close with a Norm McDonald joke? Yeah, but it's kind of a long one. Well, why don't you just do it? 
because I wanted to do it back to the papers, right? You you knew we were you forced me into recording. No, this. I wasn't. Thi- I was thinking about it vaguely, and I was like, maybe I'll do it. So you forced me. You were like you you de- you gave me these eyes. Like if we don't report record this podcast, I basically have aborted our child. I mean, like we S- just wouldn't. We didn't have any uh, chance in the next few days. Speaking of, I do want to say this on the podcast. So my mom called me up like after I got back from the fringe and she was like now I didn't want to address this while you were over at the fringe because I knew you were so busy but um are you and Mark separated and I was like why are you asking me this because <laughs> I'm like wh- why what what universe and she was like well I read something on the internet which means what my mother has done she has Googled my name. She has located this podcast. She has not listened to the podcast, but she has read all the descriptions. And when you were going to Manchester, I wrote the description like pending our separation. You know, it was like a clickbaity fucking stupid thing. But she reads that and thought that we had separated like over a month ago and that I didn't tell her. And then she asked me, do you guys have a new roommate because of that one episode where we had a mouse? I mean, old ladies in technology, it's a... She bet, for the love of God, I hope she never clicks on these. No, God, no. I hope my mom never If my mom clicks on it, I'm sending it to your mom because I'm not going to suffer alone. No, my mom wouldn't give a shit. No way. The old ladies don't know what's... She's got an ABBA CD. She listens to my mom. My mom has like a Michael Buble CD. Oh, yeah. Or Michael Feinstein. Michael Feinstein. Who the fuck is that? He's he's before Michael Bublé. He was oh yeah. he was my mom and her sister have Mike, Michael Bublé. They love Michael Bublé. Uh, well, th- of course they like Michael Bublé. Yeah, I mean, he got fat. Did he? Yeah, but all ladies like that because they like when they see a boy get well fed. <laughs> they're like, oh, he's r- he's filling out as a man. Ugh. Well, no, he's a big uh, Bolombo right now. I don't know. How I the fuck do you know? You know what? I'm just. Uh, I am. Are you l- literally just talking shit? No, 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 no. I am remembering an article I read about Michael Bublé getting fat about five or six years ago. So he could be skinny again now. So I don't want to. I don't want to put his uh, name to shame. But Michael Bublé, three stars. Three stars. Wow. But why are you reviewing him? He's not a reviewer. Michael Bublé, one star. I don't have time to review the reviewers, but I think that would be a, a <coughs> great thing. Actually, maybe <gasps> we what we should do is get the comedy community together as a collective, and we anonymously review reviewers on a website. Yeah, yeah, that could yeah. be fun. Can't race. We could we well, well no Can't not spell. even not even the review, but we can review their reviewing experience, right? Because you can you can see who they are because they're scribbling. Because eventually you notice, like whether or not you you know there's one coming, they're scribbling furiously throughout your thing, which you're kind of like, if you're so busy writing, how are you even listening? That's what I'm thinking. I mean, who the fuck can do two things at once? Um, Is that like the test? But you could review the experience of being reviewed by the reviewer, right? Like how distracting their scribbling was, you know, shit like that. So you review the experience and then you review the review. Yeah. I'm going to bring this to um, resident... uh, Shit stirrer, Darius Davies. <laughs> Do it, yeah. Wait, what's that? Sounds um, like a project for him. Wh- what? It w- somebody, somebody called him something that. Ugh, I can't remember what it is, but it was a. It was a mean name. No, it wasn't a mean name. It was a very good way. It was a very funny way of saying shit stirrer. I, it was a turn of phrase I'd never heard before. S- s- soup. S- 
suit my fucking... You desperately want to go to your open mic. All right. I'm running late, but like, uh, we can just pick it up. We're not picking up anything. I'm picking it up. You don't need to pick it up. I'm hitting record and I'm doing my, my little Yeah, like you fucking thing. know how to... I'm doing my five minute thing. Five, you're going you're gonna to tell a five minute Norm MacDonald joke. Yeah, because I want the to. One I saw, the one I saw that I liked was the one where he said, um, like, Sarah Silverman left SNL because she had a stalker. But I was outside of her house every night, and I didn't see anybody stalking her, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. That was pretty funny. So, well, if 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 this is the end, I'll say goodbye and R.I.P. Norm Macdonald, one of the greats. I'll say goodbye and R.I.P. too, but then I might just, you know, I might, I might, I might be back. The world is a little less lighter. Even, you know, it's just one of those things you can tell. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>